Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning and welcome to Spotlight. I'm so excited for today's show. We are going to talk all about the yin and the yang. Uh, that's right, the masculine and the feminine energy and how to balance those out. And I've got a very special guest today. He's actually someone that I met last time I was in Hawaii and Maui uh, there for a relationship retreat with Tony Robbins. Uh, he was there with his wife, and I just got to know him, and I'm just fascinated for uh, with what he's doing in business and also what he's doing in his personal life. So without further ado, I'd love to introduce uh, my guest today, uh, Mr. Ryan Yada. Ryan, are you there? I am. Thank you, Allison. A pleasure to be here. So excited to have you. And uh, where in the world are you today? Uh, right now, I am in uh, West Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. A little bit of a overcast, wet uh, day here. <laughs> I'm really glad that you're joining us today from Canada. And uh, Ryan, I was so impressed with some of your accomplishments things you're doing, not only in your business, but also your personal life, how you're uh, helping to share your gifts with the world, and also talking a little bit about, you know, the masculine and feminine energy through your business and how you're influencing lots of women. But um, rather than read your bio, I would love to give you an opportunity to brag about yourself. And if you've listened to my show before, of course, those of you who are listening now know I always give a chance for my guests to brag about themselves. So, Ryan, uh, this is a brag safe zone, so go ahead and, and brag away. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure, sure. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting better at doing this. I, I'm sure, like some of your guests, I'm, uh, I've, I've found myself quite humble. And um, But, yes, I'm getting much better at, at sharing just, you know, who I am, what I'm about, and um, knowing that, Hopefully, you know, maybe something I share can inspire someone else or give them a new perspective that helps uh, them go on, on their own journey, as many have done for me. So, um, yeah, I, I grew up here in, uh, in, in, in Vancouver, Canada, um, and I've uh, gotten the opportunity to uh, do a lot of great things in my life, which I'll maybe just touch on briefly, uh, but I uh, live here with uh, my amazing wife and our three young kids. Um, and uh, I just enjoy being a husband, being a father, being the best man I can. And, um, yeah, I guess in terms of bragging a little bit, um, well, I'll start out by saying that uh, maybe the easiest analogy I like to share for my life has been kind of like a combination of Neo from The Matrix and um, I don't remember the main character's name, but the, the, the main character from the uh, original Lego movie um, and the reason I say that is, you know, what's that? I just said, oh yeah, that's kind of a, that's kind of an interesting combination. You're like the Lego Matrix guy. <laughs> why? Why, the Lego, why do you so like that analogy? There's a couple of reasons. You know, there's a couple of common threads in both those stories that resonate for me. One is just, you know, I I feel like I had it at an awesome upbringing. My parents are just amazing. I played a lot of sports. You know, I did well in school. I went to university. I got good grades. I got a good job. I mean, I did everything that I thought I was supposed to. 
and that's why the the guy in the Lego movie resonates for me because he's you know he's got the instruction book for life and he gets up and he reads it and he does his yoga and he goes and gets his coffee and he's nice to everybody and he goes to work um and so you know that's that was kind of the early part of my life and i i mean i appreciate all of it i appreciate everything my parents did and the friends i had and um and um i mean there's a lot of things that you know were hard for me from a different perspective than perhaps other people's stories. Like I got made fun of a ton for being the smartest kid. And I always felt like I wasn't good enough because I was looking at myself as number two or number three. And there was always someone quote unquote better than me. Um, so I had my own stories of being quite shy and, um, quite, uh, introverted growing up. Um, but anyways, my point with these two stories is, you know, I did all those things. I got good grades. I got a great job. And, um, and it wasn't until probably around my thir- early 30s that I, that I truly started to wake myself up and get some help from others to do, to do the same thing, kind of like in The Matrix, Neo, and b- both the stories. The protagonist gets knocked off their path. They get help from, watch well, both stories. It was a woman that kind of tapped them on the shoulder and um, started helping them wake up. So I also look affectionately at my wife, who was kind of like my trinity, and when I met her, she started to you know, politely tap me on my shoulder, I feel like, and inspiring me to wake myself up. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's really interesting, and and you're doing a great job of humbly bragging about yourself. <laughs> I want to bring up a couple other things, and I love your wife. I was able to spend some time with her recently um, in Florida at a mastermind that we, we had there, and um, really understand now the, the power and the beauty that she brings to your life, and and you know, I want to list some of your some of your other accomplishments too, and I love how you're talking about your life and your wife. Um, I, now, you were awarded forty under forty in Vancouver. What what does that mean? Um, and what was that for you? Why why did you get awarded that? You know, the big thank you for yeah. I guess there's some stuff that I appreciate. I didn't actually say that I'm I'm still being humble, but. Um, you know, for me, what that was a lesson about was, like, why not put my name in the hat? Like, it was like we were, my, me and my business partner both submitted our applications, and, and it was very late, and we were like, well, you know, you know, maybe we won't, but let's at least put our name in. So we hustled, we got our application in, and lo and behold, you know, I, I was one of the 40 selected. And so for me, it was a really good lesson about just being able to own my story and being willing to, you know, submit it and, and let other people know it. And, um, and it was, you know, it was kind of a nice, I guess, just personal recognition of some of my achievements and, and what I've been doing in this world to help others. And ultimately, you know, uh, um, ultimately can't coming out of it. I just hope that my story could inspire someone else and it could help my company maybe get a little bit more visibility for what we're doing and, um, so yeah, it was it was a nice you know um, recognition, but I didn't. It was more of a story about for me, where for just owning my own story and letting other people know it. Yeah, well, I love that. And you know, beyond that, just uh, recently you've helped grow billion dollar companies. Um, many people may have heard of Hitachi, that's three hundred thousand employees and gets one hundred and twenty billion in revenue. Uh, you've you've been able to grow up your own company. Um, and have have been able to be quite financially successful at that. And here's what I love about this, too, in talking to you and realizing and recognizing all the success that you've had in your life. One of the things that you love to do with the success and with the money you've gained is that you've, you've been able to travel with your, with your family, with your kids and your wife, and 
I know some of the places you've traveled are Vietnam, China, Mexico. You actually um, resided in Bali for a little bit. So I think that's just beautiful um, that you're able to create this lifestyle you want. And what else I think is fascinating, and as we get into this discussion of masculine and feminine energy, I want to talk a little bit about this, but actually what, what, what you're doing right now is you actually are co-owner, and, and tell me if I'm right in this, in a gaming company, online gaming, that's largely for women. Is that right? Yeah, our company, you know, our mission is to bring more joy to the world, mostly women who play our games. That also helps feed 100 kids in Canada. Okay, so tell, tell us what some of the games are so that the people that are listening may recognize some of these games. Well, that would be amazing. Yes, if, we, if, if some people have already played our games, that would be humbling. And we've got our, our best game yet uh, coming out uh, very shortly uh, in time for Christmas. Um, and um, so current, our, currently our best game on the store is called Cook It. Uh, cook It, like uh, just do it, just cook it. And, um, you know, a big thing for us is to infuse our values of being heart-led and personal growth through our games. So we're starting to do a lot more of this, especially with our new title that's about to come out for Christmas. And so, you know, in our games, we know there's millions of women around the world that love these kinds of games and play them. And we're also starting to introduce things that, you know, perhaps you and I have been exposed to in, in the Tony world and some of these personal growth mm-hmm. courses is things like the importance of gratitude and breath work and meditation um, so we're starting to be, introduce some of these things in a fun way through the game where they're elective, we call it a happiness offer wall, where people can, they don't have to do it, but it's there as, a, as an offer that they can go and, and take a moment to be grateful for something and then receive a reward in the game. So ultimately, yeah. you know, I'd love to, as, as I've learned for myself, help people create positive addiction to things that help them feel better in their own life. Yeah, and here's what I love about what you're doing in that is, you know, as, as far as gaming, you know, when I grab my phone, I want to play a game on there or, um, you know, I, I observe other people doing this as well. I think what often happens is we are going throughout our life, we need a, a stress relief, we need a break. And that's when we grab our phone and we start playing games. So what I love about what you're doing is you're saying, hey, you know, game is one way to be able to to deal with the stress or to be able to escape from life or to give your brain a break for a little bit. But here's some other tools that you can use as well. Here's some breath work. Here's some other positive ways in which you can refocus and reset um, along with the game. So I, I really like that. And I want to talk a little bit more about that later because I the other thing that I was really impressed in talking with you is I think there's this, you know, movement out there right now that says, hey, we're too addicted to our games. We spend too much time on our phones. And I think that you are creating a balance in the industry that uh, allows people the freedom and they don't have to feel guilty about going to play a game on their phone, uh, but you are providing also that balance and that, that positive affirmation as well to make sure that this is something that people are using um, to enhance their life and to for enjoyment and not to avoid problems or not to uh, create more problems in their life. So really enjoy that about what you're doing. So, Ryan, before we get more into that, I I want to set up the show a little bit here. And today we're going to be talking about masculine and feminine energy. And most of you that are listening to the show, you probably have heard this in the past. There's this masculine energy and this feminine energy, right? The the yang and the yin. The yang's the masculine, the yin's the feminine. Uh, Ryan is very unique. And the reason why I had him on is this is something that, uh, he's done a lot of research about and it has a lot of experience, not only through his personal life and his marriage with his wife, but 
also being in an industry where he's working largely with women. His main base of clientele is women, very feminine-driven, feminine energy. And, uh, of course, he's a man, and he's bringing this masculine energy into this uh, women-driven energy. So before we, we get into that discussion, though, I want to really define what is masculine energy, what is feminine energy, so, Ryan, I want to start with you. When you, we talk about masculine and feminine energy, how do you define those? How do you think about those? How would you describe that to somebody else? Yeah, that's a, yes, that's a very, very good question because the, they're very loaded terms, and I appreciate that everyone's got their own perspective and their own version of it. Um, so what's your I version? Guess for me, yes, right. With, with my own version of it, um, what what's, what I really liked the, the definition that Alison Armstrong actually gave there in Maui, um, and I and I've noticed this just you know uh, with my own relationships, uh, especially with my wife, and we're doing you know some more projects together, and you know the masculine energy for me is when I'm super committed and focused and determined and driven and you know um really doing that in a in a um, healthy version like a positive loving powerful driven you know the for me the masculine energy gets gets things done um you know and I'm very committed to to my time and my word um and so for me there's a lot around commitment and that was one of the definitions that Alison Armstrong gave that really resonated for me just given how I've been using it the feminine as she said is very open and so I also realized that, you know, when my wife's definitely, and it's same for me, like we both have, you know, we both have both energies and we both know, you know, kind of what's our predominant one and when it's useful to use the other one. For me, I'll just talk about myself personally then. For me, the feminine energy is when I'm very open, I'm very expansive, I'm very creative, I'm very flowing. Um, you know, so for me, I actually organize my day typically where in the morning I have a lot more commit energy, a lot more masculine energy, my fire stoking ritual in the morning really gets me primed for the day and, and I get it, I get more done before 8 a.m. than I think most people do in a week. Um, and that's just because of the cultivated, you know, power that I've generated there and my r- rituals. The feminine, I organize my day far more, the, it kind of flips halfway through the day and my, my second half of my day is far more embracing, open, expansive, creative, flowing. And I have different rituals at night to really calm my system down and, and you know, very yin um, in the in the last half of the day versus very young in the in the morning in the in the first half of the day. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you brought this up and I think this is important when we're talking about masculine and feminine energies and here's some of the golden nuggets they take took out of your just of your description just now. A lot of people think, well masculine energy is the man, feminine energy is the woman. That's not true. We have within us both masculine and feminine energies. And we'll talk a little bit later about the dynamic between masculine and feminine energy when we're talking about relationship. But I think we have to start with ourselves. We have to start in recognizing that we have both energies within us. And there are women that lead more with their masculine energy and there are men that lead more with their feminine energy. And it's being able to recognize that within you. And here's why I wanted to do this show today. And here's why I feel like this is so important. I feel like when we can really hone in on this masculine and feminine energy, when we can recognize what it is, how it works within us, what we lead with, we can tap into that power to create. We can tap into that power to enjoy life like, Ryan, you were just talking about. And, and I, if you have a notebook or a pen, you want to write this down because this is a, a secret 
not going to be a secret anymore, but this is a truth that I've learned when it comes to masculine and feminine energy, and Ryan hit it right on the head. Whether you're a man or a woman, most of the time, uh, we are better and more productive throughout our day if we lead or start with our masculine energy. So if you think about masculine energy as this powerful sun energy, as the sun comes up in the morning, as we start our day, to be able to jump right in, to think about the things that we need to or want to commit to, to think about um, that driving force, to wake up with that excitement and enthusiasm for life, to wake up with that power behind us, and to be able to get things done really can be powerful. And then when you hit a certain point in the day or a certain point at night to step into that feminine energy, that more receiving energy. And let me give you a more specific example. And as you're listening to this, I want you to think about if this resonates for you or not, because this may not be 100% true for everybody. Maybe there's some people out there that like to lead with their feminine energy, that like to wake up in the morning, that like to be more gentle, more calm, and then really have that drive energy at night. What I found is, is the cycle that works for me and a lot of other people that I've talked to is when I wake up in the morning, uh, usually the night before I go to bed, I, I set an intention or have a question. And when I wake up in the morning, I read that question and I write down what are the action steps that I can take to lead me towards that, that intention that can fulfill that question. Maybe the question is something like, how do I connect more with my child? Or maybe it's, uh, what do I need to do today to grow my business? Or who should I connect with today that would um, help me be able to, uh, you know, find a new client for, for my retreat or some kind of question like that. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm stepping into that masculine energy. I'm exercising my body. I'm um, waking up and maybe exercising my voice by uh, jumping out of bed and saying, woohoo! And I'm writing down what are my action steps for, to, for that day. And then I get into this mode of, of completion of doing And that's great going throughout the day, but if you think about being in that energy all day, it can be exhausting or be tiring, that masculine drive, drive, drive. So a while ago, I actually went to a workshop and somebody taught me, they said, Allison, at a certain time of night, at six or seven at night, I step into my feminine energy. I stop doing, I stop being the, the boss of the kids, you know, for those of you who are parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. There's this masculine way to parents. Um, which is very uh, demanding and very, um, you know, go do this, go do that, very organized, very structured, and that's good. But then at a certain time of night, she said, I step into my feminine energy. I relax. I sit down in a chair. I cover myself with a blanket. I ask my kids to bring me a glass of water. I, you know, I ask my husband to do something for me, and I'm no longer in the, the mom mode. I'm no longer in the make the meal, get the kids to school, do the business stuff. And I think this can be true for men too, Ryan, like you said, is to figure out what point of that day do you have that balance where you then step into that feminine, that energy where you start receiving, you stop doing and start receiving. And this is also a beautiful time of the day when I'm able to receive downloads. That's why I write my questions at night, where I'm able to receive inspiration, where I'm able just to sit and reflect. And uh, it creates my be- a beautiful balance throughout the day. So um, it looks like it is time for us to take our commercial break. But when we come back, Ryan, I want to hear more from you on how, to, how you balance your masculine and feminine energy throughout the day. And then we're going to start talking about relationships, how do masculine and feminine energies balance or work in relationships. We also have our special family first segment with Lori Richens. Lori will be weighing in on the masculine versus feminine energy. 
So uh, don't go anywhere. This is Allison Larson, and you're listening to Spotlight. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Get ready for High Vibin' It with host Lindsay Robinson and Kelsey Aida. This is an all-new look at self-empowerment and lifestyle design. If you are still trying to figure out the law of attraction, spirituality, self-love, and more, we'll break it down for you. You can create the life of your dreams and own your power. Listen for High Vibin' It. We're live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This will be one hour you will make time for. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back. So excited to have you joining us today. We're talking all about masculine and feminine energy. If you're just joining us, I've got special guest today, Ryan Yada, joining us all the way from Canada. And, uh, of course, we've got Lori Richens here for our Family First segment, uh, which will be in just a moment. Today's topic with the masculine and feminine energy is something that I'm truly passionate about. It's really important. I've been learning a lot more about it for myself. Uh, Ryan, who is a successful business owner, has worked with billion-dollar businesses in the past, and now is the co-owner of a multi-million-dollar business that uh, is bringing online gaming to women in a way that's transformational and really powerful and positive. Um, and I had some, some discussions with him recently about masculine and feminine energy. I invited him to come on and have this discussion with me. Really impressed with him and his viewpoint of that. Of course, he has a beautiful wife. And Ryan, is that three children you have? Yep, three children. Yep. Oh, beautiful. And what are their ages? Uh, Ten, eight, and two. Ten, eight, and two. And Ryan's been able to create this beautiful life with his family where he has a successful business. They're able to travel together all over the world um, and even resided in Bali for part of the year. So, Ryan, really glad to have you here. Uh, and to fill you in, our discussion that we talked about with the first segment is 
the fact that we all have masculine and feminine energy within us, we're going to talk about a little bit more about relationships and masculine and feminine energy and how they relate to those in just a moment. But the really important thing to recognize is that we all have masculine and feminine energy within us. And if we're able to tap into that and use that in a way that uh, helps to drive us towards our purpose and align us, then it can be so powerful. And um, to recap, the discussion we were having before break is that, and Ryan brought this up, and I found this to be true, that oftentimes when I wake up and I lead in my masculine, my productive, my do, do, go, go energy, and then at a certain point in the day shift into that more feminine, that more receiving, that more calming and relaxing energy, works really well to balance my day. And Ryan, I know you said that as well. I'd like to hear any more thoughts you have about the masculine and feminine energy that we have within us and what else do you do to, to help tap into that or utilize that to live your best life? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do my best to keep it short because I've got a lot of thoughts and things that I've done. So um, one of the most important things that I've done for myself to really help cultivate, um, you know, what I feel like is the healthiest version, the most mature version of my masculine self is surround myself with other men that, I'll, that I also have wanted to do the same thing. So four years ago, I co-founded a, our own men's group, and I've met with the, the, a small group of, like, there's, a, there's about 50 of us, and um, I meet with the same seven guys every single week for the past four years, and we set our intentions every single morning of, of who we truly want to be and show up in the world as, and we've done that every single day. Um, and then we get together, you know, we get together for lunch today in, in person every single month, so I've, I've helped myself be successful by creating an environment and surrounding myself also with guys on this path who are cultivating this very healthy, powerful, loving version of the masculine energy in, in ourselves. Um, I so love that. That's, that's the power proximity is so important. What would, you, what would be your advice for women? Um, would you recommend that, that women do the same thing? Do you think that's as powerful for for women to be able to surround themselves with, with other people that are um, in the divine feminine? Yes, absolutely. Like, um, so our group's called Being Men, and my wife's got her group called Being Woman. And so they've, you know, their meetings are different, their get-togethers are different, but it, for me it's, it's the same thing, right? The, I don't know, Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn, they've all said the same thing in terms of you're the average of the, I don't know who did the math here, but they say it's the, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And, um, I just know for myself, yeah. surrounding myself with these men, you know, some of the guys ha- were happier than me. They were healthier than me. They were wealthier than me. Um, each one of them helped me inspire myself to up-level, you know, each part of my life. And, and uh, you know, just to extraordinary levels that I didn't totally know was possible before I started doing this work. Yeah, and I love, I love this point. We're talking about the, the masculine and the feminine energy within us. This, um, this idea of surrounding yourself with somebody that is the same gender as you and being in a group. I think one of the things that I've struggled with in the past and, and have had to really learn and embrace this is I think I feel like, oh, well, you know, I need to be focusing my time on my business or my kids or my partner. And what I've come to realize is that when I'm having that lack of support from a same gender group of people that are successful, that, um, that I feel like my cup emptied a little bit. There's, there's a role that is played by having other people that are the same gender that are successful in your life that I think really can't be filled by anybody else. And um, I actually am just driving back now. I, I went and met one of my girlfriends who's just a really important, supportive, 
a person in my life, very high vibrational frequency. Um, I just did an overnight girls trip with her and we had some very intentional processes that we went through last night. And the crazy thing was, is, you know, a couple of weeks ago, as, as I was contemplating doing this trip, I'd just gotten back from a really long business trip, Day with Destiny down in Florida. I know you were there too, Ryan. Um, you know, I've got my kids until Christmas time. I have split custody with their dad and it's really important that I spend this time with my kids. But as I was looking at my life and my life balance, one of the things that I was craving and I was really missing was this time with somebody of the same gender to be able to really um, connect and flourish. And, and last night was so beautiful. And I'm involved in a couple of women's masterminds as well that, that have the same purpose. But connecting in person and being able to brainstorm and talk and support each other, I'm, I'm walking away from that with so much clarity and so much vision on what my life looks like moving forward. So I love the suggestion, Ryan. Um, let's take one other tip. If there was one other thing that you could share with somebody about balancing the masculine and feminine energy within themselves. So we've talked about, you know, starting with that masculine energy and then shifting into the feminine energy later in the day. We've talked about surrounding ourselves with people of the same gender that are successful that can help support us. What would be one more tip that you would, you would give to somebody who... Um, wants to maximize their life, who wants to absolutely tap into this power of the masculine feminine within them. Yeah, uh, super easy one for me. It's uh, and, and I, I know everyone has their version, and I'm sure people have heard this over and over again, and I'll hopefully say it my way, and that's daily rituals. Um, I've got, and it's, and I don't, I don't recommend someone just do what I do. I recommend they figure out what works for them. And in the morning I call it fire stoking. You know, you wake up and you get the campfire going and uh, I've got a whole series of things I do and I change it cause I like variety. So it's always growing and evolving, but it evolves stretching and strength stuff and incense and music and meditation. And, but it only has to take, uh, when I'm traveling, I do a minimum set of that thing and it maybe takes me five minutes. Uh, well, actually, it takes me a little bit longer because I'm meditating for five. And then, about, so let's let's call it eight to ten minutes at minimum while I'm traveling. This morning at home, I'll do like forty minutes. So it's always changing, but there's kind of a minimum thing I do to wake myself up and stoke the fire of my soul. And then at night, I've started to get much better at my yin uh, ritual, you know, including a bath or incense or music or calming and off technology. And there's a bunch of things I do at night to then calm the fire down. I don't want it blazing before I go to bed, which is what I used to do. And I get a really poor sleep. Um, so now I'm doing a much yeah. better job of putting the campfire down at night. So that's, that's my number one. And you can look at anyone who's been successful mm-hmm. in life and however you define success. Um, but anyone, whether it's a health or a wealth or a health or a, or a happiness thing, you know, they've got some kind of daily ritual that they've cultivated, whether they realize it or not, that they're doing to put themselves into that best state. Yeah, and here's what I love about what you bring up is I think a lot of us have heard morning ritual, morning routine, whatever, wake up, do your thing. I think a lot of people in the self-development world focus on that. But I think what's skimmed over a lot is the ritual before bed. <clears throat> and I think that's equally as important. And when we're talking about balancing the masculine and feminine energy, at least for my audience, and for the people that, that I'm around a lot, I think that that balancing with the feminine energy is much needed. I think we tend to, as entrepreneurs, run way too much in the masculine energy, especially females. And then we don't do that yin exercise at night. We don't balance it out with the feminine. So I really love that you're doing that. And I love, absolutely love, and this is why I wanted to have you on the show too, is that you're a man that is understanding the importance of both the masculine 
and the feminine energy and how you can tap into that in your life as well. So I want to get into this, this relationship aspect of masculine and feminine too. And this is really interesting because you may be thinking, well, what if I'm in the same gender relationship or what if I'm not in a relationship? Okay, well, there's still that balance of masculine and feminine energy. And whether you're in a relationship or you are in a relationship but want to be, this is a really important principle to understand. So, um, Ryan, just briefly explain, and then we're going to bring Lori Richens on because uh, she has some fantastic thoughts on this as well. But, Ryan, just briefly explain how you view the masculine and feminine energy working in relationships and specifically in your relationship with your wife. Yes, um, and I'll add that, you know, regardless, yeah, we're always in a relationship with ourselves, um, and so, you know, it's definitely been an exploration of, of how to balance those energies within myself and which one to bring, It's kind of like a superpower, and which version, uh, you know, which, which energy, masculine and feminine, do I bring to the situation, and it's always, so with my wife, it's always important for me to know, you know, what her core is, uh, what, which, which energy she loves to live in more, which is feminine for sure. She's like this, um, I'm trying to think of like a spirit bird or like a butterfly where she just loves to be the, the, the radiant. I mean, she is, she's radiant. She's beautiful. She's powerful. And she just loves to be like the, the, in the flow of things and, and the spontaneity and the expansiveness of it. And that's where she loves to live more often oh, than not. And I when like we, to live when in. When we did this, uh, when we did this mastermind, we all went around and said our names, and we her name's uh, Lara and um, or Lara, and she we had to come up with an alliteration, right? Something that describes us, and she was loving Lara. <laughs> she was so much in this feminine energy. So I hundred percent agree with you. So yeah, it's important for me to know where she loves to live and to honor that, and not try and you know mm-hmm. force her or change her or put her into a state that you know she doesn't like to be in and make sure that I'm, we're always, you know, working, doing our best to, to co-create this where I'm living. And so it's a great compliment when we're both in our, you know, divine self and it creates wonderful polarity and all those good things, you know, when it, when it doesn't work is when I'm trying to, you know, get her to to commit to something or, you know, change to the masculine drive when that's just not where she wants to be. Um, And then there's sometimes where she knows there's stuff that she wants to get done. So she brings forth the the masculine to get things done and commit to, to a time and all that. And then there's, there's important times where I'm far more in a feminine version of my energies, you know, to be loving with the kids and there's nothing we need to be doing and we're just having fun and we're being spontaneous and all that good thing. So it's for her and I, it's just super important for me to, to know, I mean, a, a, take care of myself and make sure that I'm bringing the healthiest version of me and those energies to the, to the relationship and not trying to get her to be any different than she is. I guess that's how I would summarize it. I love that. Thank you so much. And uh, Lori, Lori Richens is our family. She does our family first segment. Lori is the mother of seven children. Uh, she's been married to her wonderful husband, Brian, now for, gosh, Lori, how long have you been married to Brian for? In two days, it will be 35 years. Oh, congratulations. So you've been married for 35 years. <laughs> Obviously, um, to be, to be married for that long and, and have this beautiful family with that many children. There's some things that you've had to probably figure out and work on with the masculine and feminine energy. And would love to uh, turn the time over to you now for the family first segment and uh, to hear your thoughts and have you weigh in on the masculine versus the feminine energy. 
as soon as I found out what this topic was going to be, I immediately started thinking of an experience that my husband and and I had and this growth that we've gained regarding trying to balance that feminine and masculine energy. So I'm so pleased to be able to contribute about this. Uh, You've met my husband before, and uh, I know you don't know him terribly well, but my husband is a very um, kind, gentle man. And uh, when we were dating, I was quite young, actually, I was 18, and I was very outgoing, and I was very um, assertive, and and in many ways, I was fearless. And so, when I started dating my husband with this very shy, quiet side of him, he felt very safe for me, because I grew up in an environment where my mom and my third father, my mom had been married multiple times, and my third father had um, a lot of aggressive energy, and my mom and he were in a very codependent type of relationship and it wasn't healthy for me as a child. And so um, I kind of was in the survival mode and I had this idea of what I wanted in a husband. And it's interesting how sometimes the things that bring you together are also the things that can later drive you apart. And one of the things that I felt I really needed was this strong, protective male energy in our home, someone who could lead with love and determination and vision. And my husband was much more reserved. And sometimes the rules then between men and women can flip. And women have a very determined um, essence at times. And I became dissatisfied with the contributions that my husband was making. And I know there are women out there who have felt that way before. And I know that they um, sometimes step into taking over then. And that's kind of what was happening in my marriage. And there was this statement that I heard that really caused me to kind of pull back and rethink what I was doing. And there was this comment that a woman had said to her husband, and the, and the question was, why don't you pull your own cart? And the husband's response was very sobering, and he said, I would if you'd quit pushing it into my heels. And I realized that that is what I was doing with my husband. I was, I was expecting him to do something that wasn't natural for him. He was very much like his mother, just a very um, accommodating, pleasant-natured man. And so I had a lot to learn regarding kind of finding my place to where I could support and sustain my husband and help him to see what I expected without holding it against him for not being there early on in our marriage. And as the years went by, we were able to find this really beautiful balance. And so rather than sabotaging him, I support and I encourage him. And then I can settle back and be more in that feminine energy for my family. And um, I just want to close. I want to hear whatever you have to say, of course, to to add to this. But I just want to close that. Uh, the ability to find that balance um, for um, our families starts in the home. And Brian and I have been very clear about teaching our seven children. We have four sons and three daughters, um, the importance of both of those sides of themselves and not to have one necessarily dominate the other. They both have very important roles. And I'm so happy to say that my children chose well in their marriages and um, they're healthy and positive and, and so we've been able to kind of um, 
pass that on to the future generation. But yeah, this is an excellent topic worth discussing. And um, if we get it right, our marriages could be very, very fulfilling. Thank you so much, Lori. I really appreciate that. And of course, uh, you know, Lori has a book coming out. Uh, She is a wonderful example. She's a great speaker, a wonderful pillar in her community there in Idaho. And uh, definitely check her out if you don't already or aren't already connected with Lori Richens on Facebook. Make sure and connect with her there and check her out. So thank you so much for that insight, Lori. Ryan, I can't wait to hear uh, for you to weigh in on this. First, first we've got to go to commercial break. But when we come back, more on masculine, feminine energy and relationships. We'll be right back. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you want to join the ranks of the influencers, you've got to think like an influencer. How about joining one of the top influencers in the world, Leonard Kim, for Grow Your Influence Tree? Leonard and his guests discuss the topics that aspiring influencers need to know, from brand building to getting yourself published and growing your audience. There's a bunch of fun and even some twists involved to keep you on your toes. You just have to listen every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. Welcome back to the show. For those of you just joining us, today's show is all about masculine and feminine energy. We have Ryan Yada here. Uh, we had some profound discussions on how we have masculine and energy inside all of us, and we all have a relationship with ourselves and, and really trying to figure out what we lead with and being able to nurture and culture that. Ryan Graves, some great tips to be able to do that. And then, of course, the second thing that we had Lori Richens on, we began talking about masculine and feminine and relationships. Lori shared a great story with her husband and, um, and balancing the masculine and feminine energy within a relationship. And, Ryan, I want to hear your thoughts on uh, what Lori had to share in, in your thoughts and your relationship with your wife and balancing this masculine and feminine energy. Yeah, I, I really appreciated uh, what Lori had to share there, and, and a lot of it resonated as well with just my own story. And I also, um, I'll just go back a little bit because I think it's important to note that, um, you know, on a passive path of personal growth, you know, I, you know, I'm always learning, I'm always growing, and and, you know, I feel like that's just a, a wonderful thing for anyone, to, any path for anyone to be on. And I wasn't, you know, in my mid-20s, um, I had, re- I, I only realized this recently, but I'd, I'd really disowned my own masculinity. I'd, I'd looked out in the world and saw a lot of examples that I didn't consider healthy, 
and I didn't consider, you know, the kind of man I wanted to be. And so I'd really kind of put away that some of that for myself, and I and I think I was, you know, exemplifying maybe a little bit more of the immature masculine, and I was really embracing the feminine. And so my wife even realized that I was like the biggest feminist she'd ever met. And I guess that, that has served me <laughs> because I really, I really amped that side of me up. But I, I, the path that I've been on the last sort of five to six years is to really heal my own views of masculinity and to really own that power in myself and realize that, you know, there's lots of great examples of where I do now see the healthy and mature version of it. You know, I just had chosen to, to not see it. I didn't have that many examples in my sort of 20s. So, um, you know, so, that's been one important thing for me. Yeah. I just want to um, interrupt here for a moment. Could you briefly uh, define what would be a healthy versus unhealthy masculine? I mean, I know there's a lot that goes into that, but you bring up a really good point. I think sometimes people generalize, well, masculine is masculine, right? But there's this balanced masculine and there's the imbalanced masculine. There's the mature and the immature masculine. So just really briefly, what is a description of an immature masculine uh, character versus a mature masculine character? You know, yeah. I, I mean, I'll speak for myself. When I when I feel like I'm kind of more than immature it, it, or unhealthy, it's... You know, it's it's thinking I need to be better than someone else, that I need to cut down, especially guys. Like, I've done this in the past, and, you know, guys still do this. Is, is We think that we in order for us to rise up, we need to cut other guys down. Um, and co-op competition, there's some really wonderful aspects of it. Like, I just had a call with, the, with one of the, my brothers this morning. Like, competition is meant to inspire the next and set the standard for others to raise themselves up to, not you know, cut other people down so that I, you know, feel better and, and more powerful about myself. And so that, that I used to do that a lot and, you know, and, and I've, and maybe not, not a lot, but I used to do it and I used to be in environments and big companies and on teams when guys would do this. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't put anyone down for doing it. I just realized that it's kind of a belief system that I used to run and some other guys run. And, um, so for me, it's the immature is violent. It's, it's um, egotistical. It's fearful. It's cutting others down. It's you know. It's it's kind of that juvenile behavior. That's that's kind of one way I I would put it. And, and I've done this in my past. And what about the mature masculine? How how does he differ? For me, the the way I look at it now, and and you know, I look at it with the men that I that I'm in 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 a group with, is it's truly wanting to be a success partner, and so. You know, someone else's success, one of my brother's success is my success. And, and how can I truly be the, it's kind of cheesy, but how can I be the wind beneath their wings, right? Like, how can I serve my brother so that they can raise up, you know, rise up and be the best version of who they are? Um, and so it's it's just a different flow for me. It's it's We all win in this game as we as we up-level and support each other to grow. And we do a lot of that with, with love, then we, then we all win. You know, their wins are my win. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And I'll just wait in here because I think there's a difference between immature and mature feminine as well. Keep in mind, we have these within us and without us as well. But the immature feminine operates from fear, and the mature feminine operates from love. You know, feminine is very loving, very gathering, but um, when it's imbalanced, when you have an immature feminine, uh, she becomes weak and operates out of fear and um, a lot of shame and things like that. So, yeah, it's really, really interesting to uh, – and, and I would just encourage everybody listening, if this resonates with you, 
do some more research on it, study it a little bit more. Ryan mentioned earlier Alison Armstrong. She has some great books out, some great material on, on the masculine and feminine energy and how to balance this in our relationship. But, uh, Ryan, I just want, if there was one thing that you could share with people out there, you've been married to your beautiful wife now for how many years? We've been together 11 years. So you've been together 11 years. You have uh, these beautiful children. What would be your one tip or piece of advice to somebody who's in a relationship about being able to balance this masculine and feminine energy um, in a relationship? Yeah, very uh, good question. And um, just to quickly add to that, like as as uh, Lori had shared, you know, things will things have flipped with my wife and I. It, it it wasn't always one way in terms of you know which energy we predominantly lived in and brought to to the relationship. So it it, it did flip from when we first met. She had been, she had started her own company that she was growing. I had a stable job and we had our first kid. So things were different then. I guess the one thing I would say that's that's I think being super helpful in our own relationship and for myself has been for me to just you know figure out me and bring me the best me to the relationship. What didn't work in the past when I thought that you know I would come back from these Tony Robbins events and I'm like oh I know all this new stuff and hey you could do this and you could do that and what if you tried this I mean any time I've tried that believe me with anyone it doesn't work my my biggest learning has been to just take care of me figure me out bring the most loving you know centered version of me to the relationship possible and know that she's perfect and whole and complete just the way she is and then that's it the more I do that the better I am the better relationship is I love that. And I think that, you know, could be specifically hard as in a masculine energy because you have that fixing energy, right? <laughs> and so that mature masculine shows up in a way that supports and loves and is that one beneath the wing, of not only of your other, you know, the men in your group, but also of your partner. Lori, uh, if you're still there, I'd love to hear what would be your one tip or piece of advice uh, to to anyone moving forward in a relationship about balancing the the masculine and feminine energy. Yes, I loved what Ryan said about sometimes those roles flipping, and sometimes that's had to be the case with my husband and me as well, and recognizing that depending on what season you're in in life, uh, sometimes I've needed my husband to play a certain um, role, and he's needed me to play something different, and um, it's, it's really a beautiful mutual level of respect when you can communicate well and then actually share with the other person what you're needing so that you don't start to become bitter about what you don't have and grateful about what you do have access to. And in a, in a proper marital relationship and when that communication is present, then you'll be able to decide and determine what's going to be best for you at that particular season. Yeah. And you bring up something that I think is really important in any relationship, and that is gratitude. And uh, I think there's a specific cycle that we go through when we become imbalanced um, in a relationship in masculine and feminine energy. And one of the first uh, pieces of that cycle or one of the first warning signs is we stop viewing our partner in gratitude and start instead viewing them with criticism. So um, mm-hmm. I, I heard a saying a while ago, and, and I found this to be true. This would be one, my one piece of advice. And and of course, I was married for 20 years and am divorced. I'm in a beautiful relationship now. And, and I think there are a lot of things and lessons that I learned along the way. 
um, with my 20-year marriage. It was beautiful for many, many years, and then at the end, it wasn't. And as I'm looking back and as I'm thinking, what happened? What would I share with other people so that they could avoid this pain of, of having this relationship and this breakup? It's to, to keep your marriage in, in compliment instead of criticism. And really and truly, when you compliment the people around you, there's kind of two forms of compliment. Compliment, like Ryan was talking about, where you're raising them up. You're the wind beneath their wings. You're, you're complimenting them as a person uh, by just being you. And then there's the actual physical act of complimenting somebody, of, of expressing gratitude, of sharing things that I truly believe when you compliment somebody, their conscience will compel them, will compel them to be even better. And when you criticize somebody, their conscience will console them. It will cause them to feel um, like they can justify their behavior or feel like uh, there are things that uh, that they're doing wrong and, and they'll start looking for more things that are wrong about them and then they'll start doing that more. So just remember to compliment, to live in gratitude and to uh, be that wind beneath the wings of the person that you love. And I think that that's the secret to a really healthy, lasting relationship and balance between the masculine and feminine energy. Uh, Ryan, before we end, I I wanted to give both you and Lori just a moment, just a minute or two. Uh, Lori, let's start with you. Could you uh, tell people how they can get a hold of you besides Facebook? Uh, Your book's coming out soon. Is that available yet? It is not. It's still a wonderful work in progress, but yes, they can get a hold of me through my website, either at wholefamilymentoring.com or they can email me at wholefamilymentoring at gmail.com. And I'd love to hear from anyone who um, I can serve in some way. And Lori really is fantastic. So if you have any questions, if there's anything she said on the show today that's really resonated with you, just want to hop on the phone and talk with her. I definitely recommend uh, contacting her and doing that. She's a beautiful woman and such an inspiration. Ryan, I've loved having you on the show. For those people who really love what they heard from you, who want to hear more from you, or want to download your gaming apps that's uh, revolutionizing and changing the world of gaming, taking it from something that's an addiction to something that uh, can be uplifting and and helping people to uh, be able to grow personally and professionally. Oh. Ryan, are you there? Yeah, sorry, can you hear me? Uh, you're very, very, very soft. Go ahead. How about now? Yep, can hear you now. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Um, so, number one, um, yeah, I would love for people to um, check out our game company, flowmotionentertainment.com, or flowmotion with an F on any social media channel. The more people playing our games, the more fun we're bringing to the world and the more kids that we can feed. We've already helped donate 40,000 meals to uh, kids uh, on the weekends that need food. And, um, you know, we're on a mission to bring more joy and and feed more kids. So that's one way is to check out the game company there. I'm going live with a big announcement tomorrow. Um, For anyone that's interested in our men's group, that's beingman.today is our website there to check out, and then just me personally on social media, Ryan Yada. You'll find me. There's only one. Love that. That's Ryan Yada, Y-A-D-A. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Ryan. Uh, Thank you. Thank Thank you you so much, uh, Lori. And um, and here's my encouragement for everybody who's listening. If you've heard something today that you feel like uh, was an inspiration to you, just take one 
action step. Just do one thing different in your life to become better and to create a greater balance within yourself of the masculine and feminine energy and also within your relationship. I'm Allison Larson, and join us again next week when we'll have more guests on who transform their lives. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.